Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13. I'm going to read through it one time, and then we'll go back and make comments on a couple of the high points after that. When Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I say to one go and he goes and to another come and he comes and to my servant do this and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And to the centurion Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. A lot of really interesting stuff in this account. If you go back to the top, first we need to be clear what's a centurion. A centurion is a Roman officer that has a hundred men under him. That's the reason he's called a cent cent, like cents. A hundred cents and a dollar. He's a centurion. Century is a hundred years. hundred men are under it. And he comes to Jesus. Evidently, this centurion, who's been on the outskirts of the Jewish faith, obviously Israel and the Jewish people are under the Roman Empire, and they kind of coexist, but the Romans have centurions and guards and military people and governors like Pilate scattered around. And so some of these people are observing the Jewish people. They are observing the ministry of Jesus. They're hearing things about Jesus. They're seeing Jesus do things. And so whatever the circumstances, this guy had reason to believe that Jesus could help his problem. His problem being that he had a servant lying paralyzed in his home. Jesus offers to come to the man's house. The man says, no, 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 I'm not worthy to have you in my house and calls him Lord. So either this guy's being extremely polite and conciliatory about the customs of Jesus and the Jewish people. He would have known that he's a Gentile and, and it makes a Jewish person ceremonially unclean to come into his house. So he's saying, no, don't come to my house. I know that's going to cause a problem. He's referring to Jesus as Lord. He could actually mean that or he could just be being polite and respectful and using a title that he's heard people refer to Jesus as. The further you get in this text, the more you realize, I think this guy really does believe that Jesus is who he says he is. In fact, Jesus comments on his faith. He says, I haven't seen faith like this anywhere in Israel. So what makes Jesus think that this guy truly has faith? Well, the centurion uses a little bit of an illustration to explain why he is confident that Jesus can heal his servant's paralysis. He says that he is a man in authority, and he is over a hundred others, as we talked about before. In other words, Jesus, I know what it's like to be able to command authority because I tell these hundred men that are under me what to do and they do it. And now I'm asking you, Jesus, to command your authority. And your authority isn't just over men. Your authority is over sicknesses and diseases and the natural world. So you can just say the word and my servant can be healed. I believe that. This is a Gentile, a non-Jew, an outsider who is displaying greater faith than many of the Jews. In fact, all the Jews 
Jesus says that he has come in contact with. Then Jesus, after he highlights this centurion's faith, goes on to say, hey, many are going to come. Many like this centurion are going to come from the east and the west, and they're going to recline at table with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. How is that going to happen? Well, we've talked about it since all the way back in the Old Testament. God's redemptive plan for the world has never been just for the Jewish people. It's never been just for the descendants of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, despite the fact that many of them have thought that they had a special place in God's kingdom that they had the only place in God's kingdom. God's plan has always been to use the Jewish people and the Israelite nation to take the glory of God and the kingdom of God to the entire world so that anybody from any tribe or tongue or nation who puts their faith and trust in Christ can be grafted into that family. And Jesus is referring to exactly that. This guy has displayed saving faith and this guy is an example of all the people, many people, millions of people over the course of time who are going to come from the east and the west to recline at table in the kingdom of heaven with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. These people are going to be grafted into the family of God by faith in Christ. Their sin is going to be removed. They're going to be clothed with the righteousness of Christ. They're going to stand holy and blameless before God in the kingdom of heaven. And that's been God's plan from day one. He goes on to say that while this is happening, while many outsiders will come to faith, will be grafted into my family, will be part of my eternal kingdom, there are going to be a lot of people from Israel, the sons of the kingdom, who are going to be thrown into the outer darkness. This is another reference to hell. Friends, you cannot deny the existence of hell in Jesus' mind by just reading the first eight chapters of Matthew. It's everywhere in here. And Jesus is saying, this centurion has more faith than many of the people of Israel who should know better. And those people of Israel who don't trust me, don't receive me as the Messiah, are going to be thrown into the outer darkness. Not because I'm a jerk, not because God's mean, but because their sin is not covered. Because they have not put their faith in the one who covers sin, Jesus Christ. This centurion has displayed great humility and great faith. He understands his position with relation to Jesus' position, and he understands that Jesus is the Messiah, the Lord, and we would all do well to follow this unlikely hero of the faith by displaying the same humility and the same faith in our own lives. Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.